You are the words and the music. You are the song that I sing. You are the melody. You are the harmony. Praise to your name I will ring. You are the Lord of Lords. You are the mighty God. You are the King of all kings. So now I give back to you the song that you gave to me. You are the song that I sing. You are the words and the music. You are the song that I sing. You are the melody. You are the harmony. Praise your name, I will praise. You are the Lord of Lords. You are the mighty God. You are the King of all kings. So now I give back to you the song that you gave to me. You are the song that I sing. You are the words and the music. You are the song that I sing. You are the melody. You are the harmony. Thanks to your name I will bring. You are the Lord of Lords. You are the mighty God. You are the king of all kings. So now I give back to you the song that you gave to me. You are the song that I sing. You are the words and the music. You are the song that I sing. You are the melody. You are the harmony. Praise to your name I will bring. Lord, you are the mighty God, you are the King of all kings. So now I give back to you the song that you gave to me. You are the song that I sing. You are the words and the music. You are the song that I sing. You are the melody, you are the harmony. Praise to your name, I will bring. You are the Lord of Lords, you are the mighty God, you are the King of all kings. So now I give back to you the songs that you gave to me, you are the song that I sing. You are the words and the music, you are the song that I sing. You are the melody, you are the harmony. Praise to your name, I will bring and You are the Lord of Lords, you are the mighty God, you are the King of all kings. So now I give back to you the song that you gave to me. You are the song that I sing. So now I give back to you the song that you gave to me. You are the song that I sing. Let's pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, we come before you and we thank you for this opportunity you've given us, Father, where we can come together from all over the world, Father, just to hear your word. We pray that the lesson that our dad presents tonight will be acceptable to you, Father, and will be from you and from your word only. Help those listening to be able to understand it, Father, and to be able to apply it to their lives. 
any way that we all can so that we can all grow closer to you any of those listening that have any questions father give them the confidence to ask and help us all find the answers through your word we pray that everything we do father we do for you we pray all these things through your son's name amen amen good evening brothers and sisters and all my viewers uh, once again this is your brother paul often presenting the words of our lord jesus christ to you tonight today is the first sunday of the year 2020 and it is a new year so if god has given us the opportunity to live in this year we have to be thankful to him so tonight we're going to continue our lesson that we started a couple of weeks ago and uh, i know that uh, some of you who have been following this lesson uh, probably will have some questions in their minds and as i always say if you have any question you can still ask by tapping it on the comment area and i will get back to you god deserves all our praises and our thanks because it is him that have made it possible for us to see the year 2020 uh, 2021 so I'm wishing you a happy new year and the good Lord provide you with peace from above and a good health in this year. And also, as I always do, please continue to protect yourself from the virus because it is still there. We are praying that this year God will take control over the world situation and take away all these virus from us. So, what we have learned so far a couple of weeks ago, the title uh, is simple. We are saying that some section of Christians uh, claim that they have the Holy Spirit empowering today. And they use Joel chapter 2, verse 28, and Mark chapter 16, verses 17 to back their claim so we want to find out the holy spirit and the modern christian today so we want to find out how the holy spirit worked with the modern christian and also trying to you know answer some questions that's you know sometimes go through our heart with regard to some practices of some section of Christians who claim they have the Holy Spirit uh, empowering. Now, it has been established, those who had followed me from uh, the, uh, the last two weeks, I have established that the prophecies of the Holy Spirit empowering that the Bible talk about, he was referring to the apostles 
and the early Christians' days, and not our days. And if this is the first time that you are joining us, please try to uh, look for the part one and two of uh, this lesson, which is the Holy Spirit and the modern Christian. And that will help you to understand everything. We are in 31st again. Now today is the 3rd of January. About four days ago, we were in 31st of December. This is the day that fake prophets in Ghana start to prophesy. And you and I know what they have done again. Once again, these fake prophets of men, uh, of God, in Ghana, they have not learned their lessons from their failures and from their fake prophecies they made in 2020. Now there's a man who is called uh, Salifu Amwako, and he has made some prophecies saying that this person will die, the vice president is going to die, the finance minister is going to die. Even some people are saying that the president of Ghana is going to die. We don't know where these people are coming from and who is authorizing them to do this. Now, brothers and sisters and my Ghanaian citizens who are listening to me, I want you to get this clear. Until you accept the truth that we tell you, that there is no prophet of God on this earth today, these people claiming to be the prophet of God sitting in Ghana will continue to fool all Ghanaians. They will fool us from the president to even the sweeper on the street. Because we believe them. That is why they continue to do that. I was watching the television and uh, I was watching this uh, Thanksgiving service for the NPP people. And I saw that these people who call themselves prophet of God were the people who were called to, you know, pray in their Thanksgiving service. Because they believe them. And they believe that all these things they are, they are you know, uh, predicting are true or so. But brothers and sisters, probably this lesson I'm presenting is so timely that it will try to unearth some of this hidden behavior of these people. And let you understand that these people are not from God. We always keep saying that. If you have feared all the churches of Christ, preachers and teachers on your TVs and radios and also on the social media and internet, they always say that these people that call themselves prophets of God are not prophets of God. They are all fake. But brothers, you will not listen. And because... You don't want to listen to the truth that we tell you. 
these people will continue to deceive you. Hosea, the prophet says, lack of knowledge, my people perish. Because you don't know anything in the Bible, these people are deceiving you. Now, Paul warned. If we read 2 Corinthians chapter 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 10 to 12, and I'm reading this from easy to read version. Now listen to what Paul said. He said, and I read, the man of evil will use every kind of evil to fool those who are lost. Do you understand that? That is 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 10 to 12 I'm reading. And I repeat, verse 10 again. The man of evil will use every kind of evil to fool those who are lost. They are lost because they refuse to love the truth and be saved. So God will send them something powerful that leads them away from the truth and causes them to believe a lie. They will all be condemned because they did not believe the truth and because they enjoy doing evil. Do you understand this? Paul says, the man of evil, the evil people will use every kind of evil to fool those who are lost. These people are fooling you guys in Ghana. They are not prophets of God. They are all fake. Don't allow them to put your heads together. Why is it that they are always prophesying uh, 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 things that are doomed? Because you don't have any knowledge in the Bible, these people continue to do this. Brothers and sisters, let us open our eyes and know that these people are not from God, but they are deceiving the entire country. Whether it's Pedukobi, whether it's Usubempa, whether it's Nadia Gezi, or whatever his name is, whether it's Reverend Obofo, whether it's all these people are fake. They are not from God. But these are the people you believe them. And that is why they continue to fool you. And sometimes I pity our media because they are the people do, who give these people recognition. They are the people who advertise for them and they continue to fool the people. And as the scripture says, the evil man will use every kind of evil to fool those who are lost. Why? Because these people will not believe the truth that we say to you. 
every time you hear the churches of Christ preaching about these prophets, we tell you that we don't have any prophet today. Because the only person that God speaks to him today is through Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ will find his word in the scriptures. So if you want any message from God today, it's not Medukobi. And it is not from Reverend Obafo or Nadia Gezel. They are all fake pastors and fake prophets, fake men of God. Please don't follow them. I've sent a caution to you. Please don't follow them because they use every kind of evil to continue to follow you. And until you believe our message, they will continue to fool you. Now, back to our lesson that we are treating. Last week, where we got to is a question. Do we have the Holy Spirit in us today? And if you do, what is the proof? Now, from last two weeks, we started discussing about the Holy Spirit and the modern day Christian. And we found out that the Holy Spirit empowering was only promised to the apostles and the early Christians, not the modern day Christian. We went through the prophecy of Joel and that of Jesus Christ in Mark chapter 16, verse 17. And all these kind of prophecies and promises were pointing towards the apostles and the early Christians because at that time there were no Bibles for these people to send the message across. So Jesus Christ accompanied them with the signs so that when they come and preach the gospel and do some miracle. In the very presence of you, of your eyes, you will believe that these people are indeed not ordinary people. So you need to listen to them. But today, we don't need all this. Why am I saying this? We will come to that. What we want to find out is, do we still have the Holy Spirit in us today? Now, the answer is simple. If we read Acts chapter 2, after the apostles has received the Holy Spirit empowering, which empowers them to do wonders, speak in tongues, raise the dead, heal the sick, and cast out demons, these are the Holy Spirit empowering and empowers them to do that. Today, we don't have that. But does it mean we don't have the Holy Spirit. And I've told you that there are different ways by which the Spirit moves with people. The first, you can have the Spirit dwelling in you, and that is what we call the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. And the Spirit will guide you, and the Spirit will direct your steps. But 
You are not going to do wonders. You are not going to speak in tongues. You are not going to raise the, raise the dead. Many people don't know that speaking in tongues is a miracle. Simply because this kind of giblish sounds they do all the time, which they call doing that, they claim that is the speaking in tongues. But we use the Bible to prove that speaking in tongues as a spoken language and not giblish. So, it's something that you are not born in and you are able to speak. So, it's a miracle. So, these were the signs that uh, accompanied the apostles and the early Christians. But today, what we have in Acts chapter 2, Peter says to the multitude that uh, gather on the day of Pentecost, he said to them, You will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit after you have accepted the message, believe and repent. He promised them that you are going to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Let's read Acts chapter 2, verse 38, and hear exactly what Peter said. In Acts chapter 2, verse 38, to the audience that have gathered at the Pentecost day. Remember, Peter and the rest of the apostles have had the Holy Spirit empowering. So they have started speaking in tongues and doing oneness. And these people were amazed because they haven't seen this before. But Peter promised them that the Holy Spirit is going to dwell with you in hot form. Now, Acts chapter 2 verse 38 says, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So, before one can receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, Peter says he must repent, he must baptize for his sins to be removed before he will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And he continued by saying that for the promise is for you and your children and for all who are afar off, everyone whom the Lord, our God, calls to himself. So this is where the modern day Christians future is in here. The promise is for them and for their generations to come and also for those who are afar off. Now whenever Bible uses the phrase, those who are afar off, He's talking about the Gentiles. The people who did not belong to the nation Israel. People who are not citizens of Israel. The Bible describes them as those afar off. So here, Peter says, 
They promise that the Holy Spirit's gift, the gift of the Holy Spirit is going to be with you. It's for you who are hearing from me, that is in me, his audience at the Pentecost Day, and their children. And also, it is for those who are afar off. And that is where we, the Gentiles, comes in. That is where we, the modern day Christian, comes in. So, the promise that the Holy Spirit gifts coming to you is for us today. So there is difference between you will receive power and in my name you will do this. That one Jesus said to the apostles when he resurrected and was ready to go to heaven. In Acts chapter 1, you will read that. Verse 8, he said, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you're going to receive power to, to be my witness from Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and also to the uttermost part of the world. That promise is there. But here, Peter is promising those who were with him, and those who will come after, and those who are not uh, uh, Israelite, but they are Gentiles. But this is different from the Holy Spirit empowering, which gave them the authority to speak in tongues, which gave them the authority to raise the dead, what we have today is different from what the apostles had. And that is where many people don't know. Because as soon as they hear that, you will receive power. And then they go and quote that. And start faking. As if they have any power. They don't have any power. Those people who are sitting in Ghana prophesying that they have the spirit of God, all these things, they are all not the spirit of God. We have two kinds of spirit, evil spirit and God spirit. The God spirit that come to us as modern day Christians do not empower us to do anything. But he guide us, guide our lives, and then help us to live uh, uh, in a manner that God wants us. Remember, We've already defined that the Holy Spirit is God. It's not a force that God put in people to move them. But the Holy Spirit is God that resides with us. As Jesus Christ came physically to reside with man, now the Holy Spirit is God in spirit form residing with us. Jesus was God in human form to reside with humans. And now... Uh, 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 the Holy Spirit is God in spirit form residing with man. So that's the difference. That's the difference. Now, we are still trying to find out if we, as modern day Christians, have the Spirit of God. According to Acts chapter 2, Peter made it clear. Repent and be baptized, 
wash away your sins, and you shall receive the Holy Spirit as a gift. Can anyone receive the Spirit without baptism? The answer is no. Because, according to Peter, you have to repent and be baptized before you receive the Holy Spirit gift. Now, according to Peter, the gift of the Holy Spirit will be received by anyone who repents and is baptized into the Lord's Church. And the difference from the power of the Holy Spirit, which the apostles were promised by our Lord Jesus Christ to receive on the day of Pentecost, and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit is what we are trying to bring across here. There are two different situations, but in the same kind of the Spirit. One, he empowers them to do wonders and miracles. And the second one, he resides with the people, guiding their words for them so that they can live as God wants us. Now, not everyone who had the Spirit of God had the empowering of the Spirit to perform any supernatural things. Sometimes when people hear the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit and they start to behave in a certain way that uh, uh, to prove to the people that he has the Spirit of God. Who told you that always when the Spirit comes to you, you have to do something? No, that is not what the Bible teaches. Now, if you read uh, uh, Psalm uh, 51 verse 11, David says something there. Now, David pleaded with God not to take away his Holy Spirit from him. Why? Because David was a man with God, uh, God's own heart. But he sinned. And when he sinned, he thought that God is going to remove his spirit from him. So he pleaded, if you read Psalm 51 verse 11, he pleaded that, do not take away your Holy Spirit from me. Now the question is, David had the Holy Spirit of God in him. Which miracle did David perform? Which signs did David perform? But he had the Spirit of God within him. So what I'm trying to teach you tonight is that it's not everyone who had the Spirit of God with him perform miracle or do anything. No. So those who want us to believe that you need to do something to prove that you have the Spirit of God, they are wrong because they don't know the Scripture. And let me tell you and emphasize again that it is only the apostles and the early Christians, some of the early Christians, who were empowered by the Holy Spirit to do these signs. And not today. Those days, they needed the Holy Spirit to empower them as they send the message across. Why? Because they did not have the Bible and Christ was also 
been taken away from them to go to heaven. So they can't go with just their bare hand and preach to people for them to believe. They have to do something. That is why in Mark chapter 16 verse 20, after they have spoken with Jesus and Jesus was ascended onto heaven, they went and preached the gospel and Christ worked with them with the accompanied signs. The signs that he said, if you believe, will follow you. When they went to preach the gospel, all these signs followed the apostles. So it just confirmed what I'm saying. They needed that to confirm the message. But today, Christ, you know, is being preached all over, everywhere in the world. So we don't need miracle for somebody to believe in Christ. By the way, you have to understand that the apostles did not perform miracle for a show, but they performed the miracle to confirm the message they were carrying that time because they didn't have any Bible. But today we have the Bible that we can read and understand God's word and also preach to, uh, to people. But those days, they had nothing. That is why Christ worked with them with those signs that will help. So today, if people just make an advert that uh, this Friday coming, you're going to see the Holy Spirit coming. We're going to do that. We're going to prophesy. We're going to do... They, are, they don't know what they are talking about. Please listen to us whenever we teach you the truth. Go into the Bible and find out whether what we are telling you is the truth. Because people are deceiving the whole world. And as Paul pointed it out, because you don't want to accept the truth, God also allows Satan to deceive you more. Because if he tells you the truth and you don't want to, then he leaves you and Satan will continue to deceive you. And this is what is going on in Ghana with all these, their so-called prophet of man deceiving them. Now, point number two, I want to point out here. Now, I've told you about David. David had spirit of God in him, but he did not perform any miracle. Point number two is the man called Job the Baptist. I think everybody have heard about John the Baptist. Now, the Bible tells us in Luke chapter 1, verse 15, that John the Baptist was conceived with the Holy Spirit. Even before he was born, the Bible says he was full of the Holy Spirit. So Luke chapter 1, verse 15 says, for he will be great. And this is the uh, the angel telling uh, Elizabeth, that is the mother of John. When uh, uh, the angel visited Elizabeth and told her that uh, she is going to be with a baby. This is what the angel said. For he will be great before the Lord and he must not drink wine or strong wine. And he will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. Do you understand that? So, 
a person who was born with the Holy Spirit from his mother's womb. The question is, what kind of signs or miracle did John the Baptist do? Can you tell me one? None. John never performed any miracle. If you want to know, we come to John chapter 10, verse 41. John chapter 10, verse 41 says, And many came to him, they came to John the Baptist, and said, I came to Jesus and said, John did no sign, but everything that John said about this man was true. Many people said John the Baptist did no sign, but anything that he said about Jesus Christ was true. So this proved to you that somebody who was conceived with the Holy Spirit and born with the Holy Spirit and had the Holy Spirit fullness in him, the Bible says he did not perform any single sign. So, those who are saying that you need to demonstrate something to show that you have the Spirit of God in you, this is a proof that I've given you two. There are many more people who have the Spirit of God in the Scriptures, but they did not perform any sign. And this is what we call the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in you, but it doesn't, like he doesn't, you understand, but he doesn't empower you to do any signs. Because those signs were not for show. It's only when they were needed for a certain period that the Holy Spirit empowered the people to do. And when they finish that job, it's no more using people to do that. So, the question is, do we today have the Holy Spirit in us? From the prophecy and the promise that Peter gave in Acts chapter 2, he said, when you hear the message and you believe and you are baptized into the Lord's church, you shall receive the Holy Spirit. So once you are baptized into the Lord's kingdom, the Holy Spirit come and dwell with you. That's how you have to understand. Because the gift of the Holy Spirit is received after repentance and baptism, Paul, when he went to Ephesus and met some disciples, who called themselves Christians, Paul asked them the question, Did you receive the Holy Spirit after your baptism? And the guys said that we have not. Now, let's read Acts chapter 19, verse 2, and verse 5 and 6, so that you understand this. And the question is, why did Paul ask them whether they have received the Holy Spirit or not? And this is how he said it. Acts chapter 19, verse 2, he said, And he said to them, 
Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? When you believed, did you receive the Holy Spirit? Now remember, Peter said to them, repent, you understand? You believe, repent, and you are baptized, and you receive the Holy Spirit. And these are the people that call themselves Christians. And Paul is asking them, now, have you received the Holy Spirit after you have believed? Because when you believe, you go to the baptism. And what did the people say? And they said, no, we have not heard that there is the Holy Spirit. So the people said, no, we have not heard anything like that. Now, so he asked them, then whose baptism did you receive? Because in the baptism after the death of Jesus Christ, as soon as one is believed and baptized, he receives the Holy Spirit. That's an indwelling. So if you say you have not heard about the Holy Spirit, then whose baptism? And then the people say, well, we had the baptism of John. And Paul said, no, 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 no. You see, John's baptism was before Christ's death, where people are baptized to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ who is coming. Now that Christ has come, that baptism is no more working. Now the baptism that is working is the one that is from Acts chapter 2, when the people were told to repent and be baptized into the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because John's baptism was for uh, 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 repentance, you understand? Repenting from your sins. But here, Jesus Christ uh, has come and died on the cross. Now, the baptism that we receive, we baptize into Christ, into his kingdom. So, two different ways. So, when the people hear this, they baptize again. So, verse 5 says, on hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And verse 6 says, And when Paul had laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them, and they began to speak in tongues and prophesying. Hallelujah. So here, you can see that, one, these people were wrongly baptized. They had John the Baptist's baptism after Jesus Christ had died. And after Jesus Christ had died, John the Baptist's baptism is no more working. We are baptized into Christ after Jesus Christ has come. And if you receive this baptism, the Holy Spirit will come and stay with you. Those people who are claiming they have the Spirit of God, even some of them don't know what is called a baptism. They have heard. They are not baptized, but they claim they have the Spirit of God with them. How would you get that? That's impossible. Because Peter said, repent and be baptized to wash away your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And you have not been baptized into the kingdom of Christ, and you call yourself somebody who is empowered with the Holy Spirit, you can speak in tongues. If you are not faking, then you are using evil spirit to do these things. Two things. 
whether you are faking to do something that you don't have or you are using evil spirit to do what you are doing. And as I said, those people sitting in Ghana saying they are prophesying somebody is coming to die, they are all evil people. They use evil spirit to do all this. And if I had power in Ghana, I would say that all these prophets must be arrested. Do you know why I'm saying that? I'm saying this because, because they do prophesy this prophecy of doom, they will ensure that what they have said come to. I remember some time ago, somebody also said, I saw a vision, I can see some the Ghana burning. And that year or the following year, we see a lot of fires going on in Ghana. To prove to you that his prophecy has come to pass, they themselves can set up the fire just to prove the point. So those people who are saying that, uh, 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 they are prophesying that people are going to die, people are going to do this, they themselves can cause the death of these individuals. So the Ghana police, they have to uh, police these people. These people call themselves the, the, the men of God. They are evil people. And they can do what they say will happen. Just to prove their point. It doesn't matter the way they do it. Even your, your closest friend, they can bribe your closest friend to kill you. Just to prove a point that I prophesy that uh, 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 somebody big in... Uh, this party A or this party B is going to die. The question I always ask myself is, why is it that last year, I think November or so, the former President Rawlings died? Now tell me which of these prophets in Ghana foresaw that. Nobody was able, even all the 31st, December 1931, uh, prophecies they made, nobody was able to see anything about Jerry uh, Rollins' death. What does it tell you? They are all fake, they are liars, and they are evil people. Why is it that it's always the politicians? Because they know they hold the money. So when they threaten them, causing fear and panic to them, they will run to them and give them their monies. Please, these people, as I said, I don't have power. But if I have power, I'll cause the arrest of all these people. But I don't have it. But all Ghanaians, I want you to open your eyes and know that these people are not from God. They are knocking your heads together. And they must be rejected. Because God has not sent them. Today, we don't have the Holy Spirit empowering to do any wonders, to prophesy, to raise the dead, to do all these things these people claim they are doing. Two things, either they are faking or they are using occultic powers, evil powers to do that. So don't give them the audience that we are giving them. The Holy Spirit of God dwells in anyone 
who accept the message of our Lord Jesus Christ, believe and baptize into his kingdom, into his church, the Holy Spirit resides with that person. He doesn't empower the person today. We don't need that kind of empowering because the message of Jesus Christ is everywhere. Because we have the Bible that we can, you know, read to hear the message that Lord Jesus wants us to hear. So there's no need for miracles. The miracles were not fanfare. But today, people who say they are Christians, their aim is to be rich overnight. And that is why they are following all these uh, uh, fake pastors, fake men of God. But what happened? They will rather push all their monies for these people to enrich themselves. Now remember that in Acts chapter 19, when Paul spoke to these people about the Holy Spirit, they said, we haven't heard it. Paul baptized them. And when he baptized them, they received the Holy Spirit. It's a guarantee. When you repent and you are baptized, the Holy Spirit come and reside in you. But they couldn't do any miracle or perform wonders until Paul laid his hands on them. So when Paul laid his hands on them, then they started to speak in tongues and prophesying. And these are some of the things that shows the empowering of the Holy Spirit. And you can see that without the hands of the apostles, we have already discussed this, no one can perform any wonders. No one can do any miracle. Brothers and sisters, because of time, I want us to end here. But what I want to remind you is we have to be aware that before someone can have the Lord Spirit, you must be baptized. If you have not baptized into the Lord's church, you cannot have the Holy Spirit of God in you. You may be thinking that your emotions that control you is the Holy Spirit. It's not the Holy Spirit. It's your emotions. You must be thinking that you are speaking in tongues. That is not the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit doesn't speak gibberish. The Holy Spirit speaks something that you understand and somebody also understands. God made languages. So uh, uh, speaking in tongues is a language. Now I want to end up with this quotation in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13 to 14. And I read it. It says, It is the same with you. You hear the true message, the good news about the way God saves. When you hear the good news, you believe in Christ. And in Christ, God put a special mark on you by giving you the Holy Spirit that he promised. He said, when you hear the message and you believe in that message, right, God put his special mark on you by giving you the Holy Spirit that he promised. 
So after you have believed, now the believe, you know, that is talking about here in Acts chapter 2 said when you are believed and you are baptized. So after one is believed and is baptized, God's spirit will come and stay with a person and God put his special mark by using the Holy Spirit to seal you. So what the Holy Spirit does here is to help us to understand the ways of God so that we can live as Christians. So as soon as you are baptized, the Spirit come to you. So that is the difference. So brothers and sisters, it is important you have the Spirit of God in you. But before the Spirit of God can stay with you, you need to believe the message that we preach to you. You need to repent from your ways and you need to be baptized into the church of our Lord Jesus Christ. And after that, Peter says, the Holy Spirit will come and dwell with you. He will guide your life and also help you to overcome uh, some challenges in your ways as a Christian. He doesn't enrich you. He doesn't empower you. It doesn't, uh, 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 you know, make you superior than anyone, but it helps you to be humble and to behave as Christ, our Lord. If you get time, please visit the Church of Christ. Church of Christ is everywhere that you are. Please, if you don't understand anything and you want me to explain to you, you put a text down uh, in the comment area and I will uh, get back to you. Today, we have the Holy Spirit, but we don't have the empowering to raise the dead, to speak in tongues, to do this, to do that. So all those people who are claiming they can speak in tongues, they can prophesy, they can raise the dead, they can heal, they can do wonders, they are all faking. If they are not faking, and truly, they are doing these wonders. They are using evil spirit and not God's spirit. And the last two weeks, we went to the Bible. I gave you two quotations where some people were using evil spirit to even cast demons. So it's no wonder that people can do that. And most Christians are innocent because they have read the Bible to see that the Bible says, if you believe in me, you will do this, you will do that. Do they don't have the power, but they are mimicking to do that. My brother or sister, if you are uh, in those uh, uh, groups, please know that what you are doing is not from God. It's better you listen to a message, you repent, change your words, and be baptized into the Lord's church. After that, the Holy Spirit automatically come and stay with you. But remember, if the Spirit is staying with you, you can do something against Him that He can leave you. So, He stay with you permanently. But if you sin against the Holy Spirit, as David said to God, please don't take away your Holy Spirit from me. If you sin against God, the Holy Spirit 
can get away from you. If you repent and back to your life, the Holy Spirit can stay with you. So this is what I have for you tonight. Please share this message to as many as you can. And those who uh, fancy listening to the P version, I'm going to do the P version after this one. And share with as many as you can. And God will bless you. Thank you for always listening to me. And I say special thanks and also Happy New Year to my sister Judith for always uh, helping to promote this uh, message. God bless you, sister, and all those who are on the screen uh, watching me. God bless you all. Bye-bye.